Hello and welcome to Inspirations Beyond Disabilities. My name is Jason and I am just one of the cast of characters involved in this podcast. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for listening. To all of those just discovering us, we do speak about and to but beyond being blind. We're all visually unique and it's that community that's exciting to listen to. We have a clip show today for you and I like that. I love past moments from the show. These are amazing people. Uh, we're going to have Kai and Ezric. We're going to be talking about ADHD. We're going to have Caitlin, a really old episode from Public Access America. I dug up just for you, Caitlin Wackerman, talking about dating and being blind, and that's exciting. And then we wrap it all up with a little Jay and Kai, my favorite combination of all time. So thank you for listening. You can find our live stream on YouTube at Inspirations Beyond Disabilities generally every Friday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And you can find our show on Victor Reader, Audible, Amazon Music, and of course, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So with that, thank you for being a part of this. I hope you enjoy the clip show, and we will be back again soon for more great episodes. Like, I could not, I could not, I don't know. But there was something else. Oh, yeah. I had told my mom that in my experience, which I am undiagnosed, I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. Me too. Um, having undiagnosed ADHD, I guess I'll specify, is like when you check your phone to see what time it is, and then you put it away, and then you forget what time it was, so you have to go back and look at it. But it's it's like that, but like 50 fucking times. Right. Like, everyone goes through those little things, but when your entire day looks like that, and it's debilitating, mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah. I was telling you about the other day, I was trying to research Malta. I woke up at 9.30 and was like, all right, by 10, I was like, I'm going to research Malta. And at 1.30 in the morning, I was talking to you going, I got to research Malta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it, it's not that I have tons of things or I'm scattered. It's I can hyper-focus on one thing after another, after another, after another. I don't. I can lose my focus and slide to something else really easily, but then focus on that extremely until I defocus on and refocus on something else. Oh, yeah. I was going to mention hyperfocus when you asked me about the music question, but then I got distracted because, of course, I did. Welcome um, to ADHD. Oh, and by right. the way, hey, everybody, if you want to make a podcast while taking a shit like Kai <laughs> oh wanted God. to do earlier, maybe Anchor is the way to go. If you don't That's want to do while you're on the toilet, go with Red Star <laughs> Boom. Somebody knows his shit. <laughs> oh, that was a pun. I'll go with that. Oh my god. That's oh my god, no. No. But I did want to ask about that. Like and next week I believe we're gonna do an episode more on music. So but does that help you? Does ADHD help you or does it hurt yes. you? Because I'll put a sound in and I'll love that sound, but then 10 minutes later I'm like, that sound is fucking driving me crazy. Yeah, I agree with that too. I think hyperfocus is the biggest uh, thing when it comes. Okay, so this week I was I had just gotten a digital audio workstation, and so I was yeah. fucking around with it. And because I had been in hyperfocus mode for the past like two weeks, like every day I'd get home from my you know from work, and then I would mm. do something with it for like an hour, and then I spent all weekend on my computer doing like nothing else but editing podcasts and then working on this thing because I was like I just want to learn how to sound design and. I literally didn't do anything else and my friend had to call me to remind me to eat something because I just would not get off of this computer. And with that being said, music is amazing because I would put like a synth solo in a song or something and then I'd be Mm -hmm. like, this gives me so much happy juice. And then I would just like listen to the synth solo and edit it and... Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I always add something too far or I've heard it so much that now it's just routine and boring and I don't want to hear it again. And so I, I close the project and I'll open another one and start another song and <laughs> get bored of that one and then start another song, you know? Maybe I should do that though, because I will. I'll tweak and I'll edit the stuff mm-hmm. that I create so much until it's boring and predictable to me. And then I'm like, well, it must be boring and predictable to everybody. But right. I keep forgetting that it started as a new creative concept. 
Mm -hmm. So maybe to other people it won't sound so boring, but because I fucked with it so much, which is why I'm trying to pry myself away from it because I don't want to ruin it for myself. Right. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Totally does. It sucks worse when you hit when you're when you write lyrics, because then you try and put lyrics to something and you're like, oh, now that sounds like shit. So you try and do a different voice and then you do a different song and use the same lyrics because that's what's in your head. It's so weird when those focuses cross over, you know, I'm tired of the music, but I still got the lyrics in my head. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that with melodies, actually, a lot of the time. It's, it's always melodies with me and I can't even really write melodies like that, but there's always, there'll be like a repeating melody or something that'll just be in my head all the time. And I'm like, well, I got to put this thing somewhere. It needs right. to find a home. Yes. I like that. Do you do, when you listen to music, do you do, 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 when you do, do, when you, <laughs> when you listen to music, do you listen to like the beat? Cause I'll like, I'll listen to the beat and I'll find myself tapping to it even when the song is over. And then I have a problem. I'm like, I can't stop tapping for some the reason. This is when I'm doing it on yes. the subway and I feel like people are looking at me, tapping my foot yeah. to like possibly to, to what to them is nothing, but to me is something. Right. But it's funny um, that we're talking about like movements and not being able to stay still. Um, I know one thing that I've always struggled with, and I think Jason has seen it over time, is fidgeting. Like I, for me to not like be all over the place, I have to like do something with my hands, my arms, something like something has to be moving. Like like Kai said earlier, mm -hmm. and I think that's why mm. I think that's why the rise of like kids with fidget toys have come up. But like now, I think it has created a problem. Like I, I feel like it has created more kids to start having ADHD because now they're like, oh, these toys that we could play with while we're in class. Now, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I get it. Like hey, it was Kai, originally look. there to help us, but now, yeah. <laughs> hey, Kai, do you make like careless mistakes like in schoolwork? You don't do schoolwork. Do you do schoolwork? Um, I don't do schoolwork anymore, but I do make careless mistakes. Like at work, I will often forget which you know laptop or something i had worked on and which one i haven't or i'll put it in just incredibly the wrong place and mm. i'll realize a few minutes later like what was i doing or i'll leave one just somewhere and then i'll come back to it and be like i don't remember why i left this here and it's it's kind of a huge pro it's not okay it's not a huge problem right but i'm not gonna act like it never affects my productivity because and especially the other day I left my watch charger at home so I couldn't listen to music or podcasts or anything. And as Zerky mentioned that earlier, mm. if I can't, if I don't have something to listen to, I can't, I cannot, right. I quite literally can't. And so that day was hell for me. You know, it's ironic. I was, I used to be a forklift driver and I needed music. So I bought earbuds and the, the boss would said no to the earbuds. And I was like, but we wear earplugs. Why can't I wear earbuds? Like, is it better that I hear nothing or music? <laughs> it was always this argument. I think that's warehouse stuff is funny that way. Warehouse stuff is, I'll tell you one thing I've noticed though, because that whole day I couldn't have my headphones in. Mm -hmm. If I don't have music, I'll hum to myself. I'll sing to myself. I'll dance oh, around. But if I have music on, it feels like a pacifier. It's really freaking weird and I don't understand it. I will. Yeah. I will be still and I will be hyper-focused on what I'm doing. But God damn it, if you take my headphones, I and I won't even realize that I've been singing for the past two hours because mm -hmm. I just have to like have something. Uh-huh. Awful. I love that. <laughs> just randomly singing to songs. And while I'm listening to music, I'm I'm like taking it apart. I'm listening to it. I'm like, ooh, look at that. There's three drum tracks in there. Oh, and there's the synth. And oh, you know what I mean? Oh, listen to mm -hmm. the little background vote. Like that's what I'm doing with the songs. And so I pick my music a little differently than how I used to pick it. You know, we were talking about like metal, and metal was just like everything at you at Fuck once. But music these days is so produced that you can literally just pick it apart like that. It's made mm -hmm. to be disassembled, you know? Yeah, I love that. I, you know, I'd always ask people like why they would like put things apart just to put them back together and how mm -hmm. much of a like waste of time that seemed to me. Not judging anybody, but that's just kind of how I thought. And then I thought about the way that I listen to music because I do. I listen to the song as a whole 
and then I'll listen to like the stems basically. Right. And every time I notice like a new little part in like the back left headphone or something, I'll just get really excited. Yeah. Be like, wow, that's a really nice synth pad. I wonder who came up with that. It's so subtle. You know, like Yes. that's just, that's always kind of how I've listened to it and the backup vocals. Cause you don't really realize all the little harmonies that are panned Mm hmm and like, you know, I used to take my headphones back when headphone jacks were a thing Right. and I would like, pull it halfway out so that you could only hear the background and that I would just listen to the song that way, like a psycho. No, It was I, lovely. I've done it. On a side note, there's this podcast called uh, Song Exploder, where they have artists on and they explain how the song started. So they'll do like a little, this is the sound that started the song. And it's so cool to like, listen to how they put the song together. And then at the end, they do the whole song at once. And I just, yeah, that to me, that's so cool. I don't really even care who the artist is. It's just learning their tricks, you know? Oh, that sounds lovely. Oh my Yeah. God. That's going to be my new podcast today. Yes. You can, and it's only like 15 minutes, you know, 20 minutes. So you can like binge those things. It's pretty cool. I love So Ezra, that. you were talking about chores and you actually, the, one of the questions is, do you have a hard time doing tedious things, but you explained a workaround for that. And that was music. So I don't even That know. does help, but there is something called executive functioning. which Yeah. is like, Bring that up. I saw that which all is, over Twitter today. which is like, basically when we over, when we have a task, like, let's say I have to organize my desk, right? It looks messy, but because of the way it looks, my brain is like, yeah, you don't want to do that. Let's not do that. Like avoid it as much as you can. Gotcha. Do other And it's things. because it's because of how overwhelming it, it, it seems. So like any task that seems overwhelming or too tedious, my brain goes, avoid it, avoid it, avoid it, even though I know I have to do it. Hmm. And if I do get engaged in it, if I'm not fully engaged, if like I don't find um, a way to like get too focused on like hyper focused on it, then I'm going to eventually like step away, do something else and totally forget that I was organizing my desk. Wow. Like I could I could pick up a piece of. For example, like I'm cleaning my desk and if I find a grinder that still has weed in it, I'm just going to play with the weed just for a couple of Yes. minutes just because of like, it's a distraction now. Yes. <laughs> I totally so like, relate to that. so my brain goes, okay, just, just move the grinder around a couple of times. Like, you, you know, and then I'm like, what was I doing again? Oh, fuck. Cleaning my desk. Yeah. That's funny. Cause I'll be like, I'm going to go do the dishes. Cause I don't want to clean my desk. I'm going to go outside. Cause I don't want to clean my desk. I'm going to do everything else in the world other than clean my desk. It's procrastination <laughs> at its finest. so, but it looks like I'm accomplishing a lot, but I'm not accomplishing what I wanted to Wanted just to. what Yep. is happening. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, I don't like people adding spontaneous stuff into my schedule. Like, don't do that to me. You know, don't, Don't distract yourself with me. I don't like that. Like when other people are like, you got to get this done and this done and this done. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> So Interesting. I have a question there. Yeah. You know, some people say that people with ADHD, you know, like benefit from structure. I, you know, me being a fully diagnosed person with ADHD, I've found when I have the day planned out ahead of me, things go a little bit easier just because I have a schedule to kind of adhere to. But when I'm, when I have nothing to do, no plans, my day just becomes a retard sorry i don't like that word a wild free-for-all you know where i just do whatever like mm, grabs my attention whatever source of dopamine i can find i'm there Love that. i agree with that i think i don't remember if it was here or on my other thing or if i was just zooming with jason and talking about it but i was talking about how at work the reason i really like the position that i do is because it's a step-by-step -step thing i have a marker board on my fridge with a checklist of things that I need to do. Like I love me some structure, love Yeah. me some structure because I will not get shit done if I do not have structure in my day. Exactly. I feel the same way. And that's why I don't like other people's spontaneous stuff. Like I have a Exactly. schedule and like, It's kind of why that little egg timer that, that Kai was showing me the other day, mm, like yeah. stuff like that comes in handy because it helps you one, stay on task. Yeah. And two, you know, Exactly. continue the structure. Yeah. 
And sometimes. Oh, can I plug that? Yeah, plug it. But plug it. So hashtag not sponsored. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Damn it! I was trying not to make myself laugh. So there's this thing, and it's called the bee bag, right? And basically. If you if you want your egg to be like soft boiled, it'll play one song, and if you want it to be like medium or whatever, it'll play a different song. So you just gotta wait for each song, yeah. and that helps me because I am ass at time management and literally will forget that I've had an egg boiling for two hours. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it could also help you if you have a visual impairment because instead of having to look at like a timer or something, you can just hear a fucking song, hear a yes. little tune, dance around. You know, like I, it's just a great you product to that someone had told me about. Is the question kind of there if you go on like ebay or something mm-hmm. they have like options so there's like an 80s beep egg a 70s beep egg a 60s and it'll be like oh if you want a soft boiled it like this one comes with three songs soft boiled is kung fu fighting and the second one is take on me or something you know like it'll it'll wow. like kind of have the track I like list that. i like that it's two of my favorite so songs boom <laughs> it's lovely Imagine if you could like if you could program your own beep egg mm. oh that would be Amazing. Maze I would have balls, right? But the thing is, right? I would start boiling an egg. I'd pick up my beat bag and say, I'm gonna program this. I want to hear certain songs, and then I'd spend mm-hmm. seven hours yes. programming this beat bag. Isn't that so funny? I'll Isn't spend that hours excellent? on like a ringtone, you know, for some <laughs> it's like, really exciting. But, oh my god. What a yoke. That was a funny yoke. <laughs> Sorry, it was too easy. Yeah. Here's, know, a, right? here's a here's a real funny one like given what we do do you have a problem listening or carrying on conversations <laughs> asks the person on the podcast i love that okay or are you constantly changing activities or tasks we kind of talked about that isn't that funny i didn't have to ask you all the questions there you answered them all in advance do you have difficulty yeah. organizing tasks no we like structure that's what the that's what the charts are and that's all the questions. Oh, snap. Okay, so I've got a question. Yeah. Do you guys also struggle with executive dysfunction? Because holy hell. Tell me what it is and I'll let you know. Oh, fuck. I got to define things. Okay, so. No, your definition. I don't definition. know what the actual def- Okay, cool. Because I was about to say I'm not smart enough to know the freaking internet definition. Basically, when I talk about my executive dysfunction, I talk about how if I have to we'll say do the dishes, right? Mm-hmm. My brain will take that and be like, okay, first you have to check if the dishwasher is clean. Then you got to put the dishes up. Then you got to yes. rinse the dishes that you have in the sink and put them in the thing. And then you got to wash the other ones by hand. And then you got to clean. Like there are so many steps that I'm paralyzed. And it's not that I'm not motivated to do it because mm-hmm. I want a clean house and I'll sit there and I will be like in tears, like agonizing over the fact that I just want to get this done. But mm-hmm. there's something in my brain that's like, no, no, you're going to sit your ass here and you're not going to move. And it is insane because you know from the outside it looks like i'm just a lazy fuck who doesn't want to do anything and i have to explain to people that i want to but for some reason i can't and that's a really hard thing to explain right that's me and cleaning my bongs wow (laughs) everybody comes and it's like it's dirty i'm like i just cleaned it like i just cleaned it i hate cleaning them like just bear with me for me the task always includes like um underlying tasks like i want to sweep the floor but there's laundry on the floor so now i got to put the laundry away and now i can sweep the floor but oh the garbage can's in the way now i gotta empty the garbage and uh-huh. so for me it's a cascade of other responsibilities and i'll i'll do what kai does i'll hit a point and be like i don't know what to do next you know i don't know uh-huh. i don't know if i even want to i don't know but what i do is i i give myself a reward system like if you accomplish your task you'll get to lay down for a half hour. You know what I mean? And I always tell <laughs> people that worked for me. I tell people yeah, it's because of my eyes, you know, no, but I, and I also give my sp- myself the space. Like when I, when I'm brain locked, I just, I'll go lay down. I'll be like, whatever, whatever. It can't be that important. Nothing, nothing's going to kill me today. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but it's a lot of that bargaining and negotiating a lot of bargaining with myself to accomplish goals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. oh that is definitely oh, yeah. the, that is definitely it. Yeah. Shoot. So let's see. Are you um unable to sit still? Yeah. Especially in <laughs> yep. calmer, quiet surroundings. Wow. Yeah. We all decided where did these questions come from? Are you constantly fidgeting? Ezra? 
<laughs> Sitting here with a fidget <laughs> ring in my hand right now as we speak. Unable to concentrate on tasks. Are you uh, prone to excessive physical movement? That's that sounds like fidgeting. That's the same to me. fucking question. I, I pace. What the I hell? pace. No, I, I think they're. Oh, I pace to, like, like a pacing. motherfucker. Yes. Oh. oh my god! When I'm on the phone, I will not oh. sit. I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. sat still mm-hmm. while right. on the phone. Yep. Wow. Hey, Dave, are you unable to wait your turn? (laughs) 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 Sorry. Do you act without thinking? Yeah, as Rick just told us, he does. That's so wild. I do want to get back to the one about, um, like, conversations. Yeah. I did see this TikTok that I kind of, like, started to pick up on that I do this. And it's when your brain has a thought and you only give half the thought. Mm. so like we could be talking about adhd and i'll be like so jason did you speak to him you're like who's him I'm like jay did you speak to jay and you and i'm like sitting here in my brain thinking that i gave you half of it i gave you the other half but you're all you got was did you speak to him right yep i saw that tiktok and i was like i swear to god because i, I do, do i'll look at people time. all the time and be like i mean i hate it and they're like okay me too and i'm like yeah and then like it'll be an hour later i'll be like wait did she she know what i was talking no she didn't that's okay (laughs) it's fine i'm one of those guys that understands that for some reason like half half statements sit in my head for a while like i don't know what we were talking about but i was like oh i don't know what what show that's from you know what i mean but then that was what was in my head and so someday i'll just come back and be like and I'll say the name of the show and I bet you Kyle be like yep you're right and I can't even remember what it was and thank you for listening to Inspirations Beyond Disabilities that was a great episode about ADHD go ahead and find that in our feed on Spotify or Apple Podcast Victor Reader Audible or even Amazon Music here's an episode that wasn't even in the Inspirations Beyond Disabilities portfolio this was a conversation I had with Caitlin Wackerman on my Public Access America podcast which you can also find on Apple Podcast and stuff we're talking about dating and stuff like that and it was kind of fun, and I, I like Caitlin a lot. She's a great person. And so with that, enjoy the clip from Caitlin Wackerman and me from Public Access America about blindness and dating. Thanks. <laughs> I have a sarcastic tone sometimes, and somebody told me, you sound like you're really condescending or really not happy with me. And I was like, no, it's just my voice. You know, it's just who, so it's, My it's friend just said that I to am. me yesterday. Yeah. He was like, sometimes you're really condescending. And I'm like, uh, he's like, do you do that thing where you're like, uh, be an adult? And I'm, I was like, oh, oh, I'm so bad. Because like, I rely on communication, understanding. Right. And like, if you can't communicate with me, we're not going to work out. Right. If you're going to get butthurt about everything I say, then that's yeah. not going to work, you know? Right. Right. But people, yeah, are, people are super sensitive. Just in dating and getting to know new people to where things you would say in a year or two into a relationship and take just fine. We're super sensitive about that initially. Everybody, I think. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think I I think, you know, everyone says you got to learn each other's love language and things like that. And I feel like to an extent that's very true. But like you also have to like learn that other people have like separate lives than you. Mm-hmm. So like to be around this, I mean, this is just for like dating in general, but like, you know, if you choose to date someone who's been single for so long and they live by themselves and they have, but they're used to being alone and having their alone time and doing things on their own. So they, and I don't mean this in a bad way because I do this as well, but like mm-hmm. they think more selfishly because mm-hmm. that's what they're used to. So they don't think to be like, oh, I should have invited you or, oh, I should have asked if you needed anything when I went to the store. Right. They don't think that way because they're so used to being either like alone or single or just worrying about themselves. Yeah. And then when it's like dating a blind person on top of that, it's kind of like that times 10. Oh, you've probably been stuck inside all day. I should have asked you like, you know, Mm. like say I was dating somebody and they're like, yeah, I went for a walk around the park today, blah, blah. And you know, what if I'm like, Oh, that would have been nice if you invited me because I was stuck inside all day and you know, I wasn't, and it's like, they didn't even think of that because there's, you know what I mean? So it's, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
I'm the same way. I get that. We haven't talked all day. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't even think about it. You know, I've just been working and I live by myself. You know, I've just been doing my routine and that doesn't usually end until 12, 1230. And then I just go to sleep, you know, but that's right because I've never had anything else. I yeah. mean, I was married for a while, but for about five years I've been single and it's like just learning, learning to live on my own in my own life. And like these victories of like paying my bills consistently and managing with the $50 I had left for the month and surviving all these things. And then somebody wants to come in and they're like, let me take care of you. And I'm like, yeah, but I trust me because I just right. did it, but I don't trust you. <laughs> right. Because to a lot right. of people, I'm a, I don't want to say a fetish, but a fascination. Because I think it's especially for women, they go into this nurturing mode, like, oh, you have, you know, your kitchen's messy, you can't see, oh, and they start cleaning and I should get you new clothes because you can't see what you pick out, you can't see the bleach stains. And so they become nurturers and caregivers really quickly. And I was like, I'm always like, I want you to come back to friend. You know, <laughs> like right. closer to friend, yeah. you don't need to take care of me. You can point something out and say, um, you need to clean that or, you know, anything right. else. Right. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. That would, I feel like that would drive me insane. Um, yeah. from like being, yeah, being a guy. Cause yeah, girls are very much like, let me take care of you. Like, mm -hmm. uh, but I have like a stain, but different. So like, I do agree with like, I guess it's not like a fetish. It's definitely more of like a, it's a weird attraction that guys have towards me, like being blind for me. Okay. I don't know what it's been with other girls that are blind, but um, so, so I've had multiple, like I've had guys that make a lot of money and they like that I'm not materialistic. So they really want to choose me right. or I get like the guys that they, they feel like they have all the control over me because like I, I, they know that they can like leave me at home and go do their own thing and get mm. away with it. But they also know that like, I would have to rely on them for certain things and they like that control right. and they want to rescue me type situation, but they really just want to have their cake and eat it too. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not how that works with me. No. Right. And then they get, or like I've had guys that are very intimidated by my independence because I am blind. Like I think they mm -hmm. have the intention. Oh, sorry. Someone's coming. I think they have the intention of like, I'm going to come in and, and rescue you. Yeah. And then I'm like, I don't, right. And then I'm like, I don't need to be rescued at all. Right. Um, and that's just a hold. And then they're kind of like taken back. They, I think they're intimidated and they're like, Oh, well, I don't even know what to do with this anymore. Like, right. I get yeah. a lot of, I get a lot of the, and that's why I said, it's not a fetish. It's kind of a curiosity. They come in and they're all excited and they, they're like, they get to play house for a little while till they realize that I don't need them as much as they thought I did. And then the fascination is kind of over and they move on. So that's yeah, about, for five years, it's been about, it's been a lot of people, Caitlin, <laughs> and they come in and they like cooking for me and you know, they like playing house and stuff, but eventually it gets boring because Jason doesn't need them as much as they thought. Or I ask them for something and they're like, oh, that just seems like responsible responsibility now. Like, oh, am I officially a girlfriend because I'm taking you to the doctor? Or, you know, can I ask her to take me to the doctor? I just known her a couple months and, you know. That I, that's crazy that you bring that up because I had that kind of happen to me yesterday. Um, and I can't, I mean, this person is like a really, really close friend of mine, but we're not like dating or anything, but I was like, Hey, would you be willing to potentially like pick me up from my appointment today? Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, like, what do I, I mean, why would I know? And I'm like, okay, so I can't ask my closest friends for a ride. Right. Why? I'm confused. But then, then it makes me be like, okay, I'm never going to ask you for help ever again. Like it was a 10 minutes down the street. It wasn't that big of a deal. But like, I think in my head, if one of my friends was blind or just couldn't drive in general and they were like, Hey, since you're not doing anything this afternoon, like, could you, I would be like, hell yeah, I'll come pick you up. Why wouldn't I? I'm doing nothing. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't like to go out of my way for a friend for a simple ride or like yeah to go to the store or something so little but like if it wasn't you that i was going to ask and i have to ask somebody else it's not like i'm 
I just figured that you would be willing to do it. Right. Why would you not? Save me $13 in lift fees. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that adds up and people don't understand that. But then yeah. that is like also like why, why wouldn't you help? A fr I, I don't. But then like now I don't feel like I can ever ask for help like that from you ever again. Right. And why? And then is it makes that? me feel like bad about like, oh, cool. So now I'm a burden on you, too. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And like, that's how that makes me feel. And then it makes me just like not want to be around you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The, I don't know. It just I don't I take that. I think just because I wouldn't do that to somebody like I, I really like I've had friends in the past when I could drive and I didn't have vision issues or anything like, of course, I'll come pick you up. Of course, I'll take you to work. Of course, like, why wouldn't I do that for my friend? That's what friends mm -hmm. do for each other. Yeah. And then like if we're dating on a whole other level, why would you not? Why does it have to get complicated? Because I asked for a simple favor. Right. I think I think people worry that we are looking to leech onto somebody to be a burden to like i'm just looking for somebody to do everything for me and it's you because i asked for this tiny favor that is just the first of a landslide of favors i'm going to ask you and that's not true i'm so independent that i won't ask for anything unless i'm like drowning you know what i mean and that's another thing like i've explained that to people where i'm like it takes a lot for me to ask for help like mm -hmm. a lot like i think about it days in advance and yeah. like do i ask this person for a ride do i act like what, what do i just take an uber like what do i do well it wouldn't mm -hmm. hurt if i asked for a ride first like what like i gotta go to the store whatever it is yeah. and like it takes a lot like it I, I have to like build up the courage to ask someone for help because i know what it could turn into just mm -hmm. by asking for a simple favor and like i i don't think that people grasp that concept i'm not looking to be a burden on anyone we like we already feel that way. Thank you. Right, but we yeah. already feel that way no matter what, because we're visually impaired. Like I used to hate, even like when I first lost my vision, I wouldn't hold on to anyone's arm in mm -hmm. public. Right. I just wouldn't do it. And I'm like, I don't need your help. Like I can do it. And then I would trip and fall yeah. or run into people. And then I'd like turn and blame them be like, you couldn't have grabbed me out of the way. And they're like, <laughs> you told me not to touch you. Like, right. Yeah. So like, it takes a lot. I think that's just in general for visually impaired people. It takes a lot for us to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And if honestly, and I don't know if you can even put this on this podcast, but like if I'm sleeping with you, what, uh, yeah, I should be able to ask you for a favor. Of course. And you should be able to ask me. And I think that's the other thing is that like, right. they fear asking me, but what you were saying goes into dating, doesn't it? It's the same sort of thing. It's that, I, oh, I lost it. I had it. If, if we can, you know, if I can ask you for some, oh, rejection, that working ourselves up just to be rejected for a simple, like, favor. And now we're right. on a dating website, not asking for a favor, but still facing the same rejection and putting, I put the same thought into all of my messages. Every message I send is unique to the person. I read their profile. I look at their pictures. You know, I decide whether they're in a radius, like a five, 10 mile radius, because I don't want them having to drive hours to see me. You right. know, I, I put stuff in my bathroom in case they come over, like women's soaps and scrubbies so that, you know, they feel comfortable. Right. And, and so I do everything I can to pick the person and then I send them a very unique message. And I do that a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, yeah, like you have to really think like I, for a really long time, and I don't know if this is like, I mean, maybe this is like, if I'm like, oh, well, if you, you have to drive. So like, I'll, I'll pay this time because you have to drive. And then they're like, well, I have to drive every time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well you could drive yourself and I could Uber and meet you. Right. Like, I don't know what else I have to do to make it seem like I'm not a burden. I'm not a mooch. I'm not a yeah. hopeless helpless person at home. Like I'm not like, I'm fine. I can, right. I just, you know, I, I don't, I don't see why everything always has to be an issue. Why is it? Because they're looking for an out or they're looking for the, they're looking for the scam. They're looking for what, what do you, what, what do you want to take advantage of there the whole time? And they're never trying to meet us. They're always guarded because they think we're going to use them in some weird way. Maybe. 
Yeah, no, I totally agree. I agree. Mm. And it's, and it, go ahead. I was going to say on a dating website, it's, it's like kind of the three strikes rule when you're reading a profile. So when you find out that I don't drive and that I don't see well, there's two strikes right there, you know? Yeah. And so a third can come in. They're just looking for that third strike that, that, oh, okay, there it is. Or there it is. You know, he doesn't make a lot of money because he's disabled. So he's on a fixed income and there's those things, you know? See, that's the thing. I feel like people do automatically in dating in general, whether you're disabled or not, they're always looking for like every, every flaw, every, mm-hmm. they, uh, just to see like when they are, if they want to leave, they have a whole list of things that they can list off. So it's not just like the one thing that set them off to make right. them feel like they're the bad person for leaving. Mm-hmm. But like when it comes to, I like for me, I won't even get on. I was on hinge for a little bit and then i would get some guys that were like why do you have a you know a blind cane in your pictures and i'm like for fun what kind of question is that what do you talk my legos it's letting you you know in a subtle way yeah and then they'll be like oh so you can't see and i'm like that's correct and then they'll block me and i'm like that what did what did i do (laughs) like what right but at the same time, I'm like, thank God, because I would never want to date someone like you. You're just so, like, close-minded. You're just, yeah. ugh. Like, and blocking you means they don't come back in their in their results? So. But yeah, like, you can't get a hold of them. on the, You can't see their... Yeah, but when you're, when you're going through the pictures, you don't come back up again. You know, they yep. don't make the same mistake and hit on you again. <laughs> yep. And then there's guys that, like, don't mind at all, but... Mind you, I'm a very like bold person. I don't care to meet, like I'll meet up with a stranger. It doesn't bother me. Mm. But I also do know that there are like psychotic people out in the world and I shouldn't be meeting up with strangers. Not that I would do it like wrong. I would probably have someone close by or just like give my location, whatever I I would have to do. But I do, I do believe in like the fate situation. I don't, I don't know. But then again, like I say that, but then I also don't put myself out there ever to date. Like I just stopped altogether. I just won't, I don't really answer people that reach out that not that I'm, I don't know if I'm, if I might be interested, I'll, I'll, I'll answer back. Mm -hmm. But I also know that like, I don't know, maybe it's, I have to explain to them, like, I don't have a job and I'm disabled. I'm on disability and like I can't drive. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that come with that. And I know that with dating, especially the men that I feel like I would want to date, I don't want to date someone that's like, well, I have money. Like, oh, that's, and I'm like, no, no, no. Cause that's how you take full control of me. And that's not, that's mm-hmm. not how that's going to work. Right. So it's like, it's tough. I don't know. I, yeah, Because you, you, there's the kind of man that you would be attracted to. Right. And then there's the kind of man that would be attracted to you. And there's the Venn diagram in between of the man that you want, but they never come at the same time. You know? Of course. Well then also like, I think, and like, I, I probably should not think this far ahead, but like if I always told myself in the past, however many years I've been single, like four years, the next person I am in a like relationship with, I want that to be like my last, like I want to marry them. I'm, you know, I'm getting older. I'm 28. Like I don't, mm. I don't need to be doing the the dating hopping stuff that I was doing, you know, right. five years ago. It's not fun anymore whatever. But like, I think about it and I'm like, God, like if, what if, you know, things go really great with somebody and then they bring me home to meet their, their family and their parents. And then I get drilled with questions. Well, what do you do for a living? Right. Oh, well, I don't. And then, oh, so like, what do you do? You know, like they would ask, oh, so you can't drive. You can't do this. Like, do you like who helps you do these things? How do you mm-hmm. do anything? And they like and then it makes me have to answer like questions that I don't don't make me feel like I'm a piece of crap just because like mm-hmm. I don't have a job. Right. Like, I don't, don't don't defend. I don't want to defend me for being me. I want to you can. De- right. Yeah. Hate me for other reasons, you know. And then they're going to drill it into their, you know, yeah. whoever like their head and be like well, don't you know what you're getting yourself into with that right like that's gonna be that's a that's a process that's mm-hmm. a you know that's baggage and but like then i think about it and i'm like you know there's a lot of single parents out there that date and like yeah they, you know there's like so many other issues like but uh, not even like the single parent thing but i do know that like that's 
hard for some people. Like they, I know single parents think that it's a major issue to people when they're on dating sites. Like, yes, I have a kid and I love my kid. If you don't can't accept that type of conversations, I always see. And so, yeah, it's like men don't want a woman that has a kid. And I don't understand that. Right. But I, I, don't, I don't generally date moms. I don't know. I've dated one. So I'm not really a mom dater, but that's that's by accident. That's not active. I don't actively shun women with children because I think kids are right. pretty cool, you know? Oh, yeah. I feel like maybe you probably do that because you already kind of get mothered by yeah. women that you date in general. Right. And that it would just be like extra because I know like being around one of my best friends, her name is Courtney. She has two babies and um, she went, like we'll go out and like be in a restaurant. She, I know that she's moving my water glass over because she knows I almost just tipped it over with my hand. Like right. she's doing things like as a mom would do because she's used to it. Mm -hmm. So like you probably get that times 10 yeah. with women. And then like a mom would be like, and like, I'm appreciative of it. Like, I'm glad that my friends are able to help me out with that. Um, and like, I, you know, but like, I, I don't think that I would really want to date like a dad. And I think that's just yeah. for my own selfish reasons. But then there's a lot of men out there that wouldn't date me because I'm blind. And I think that's fine. I don't want to be with mm -hmm. someone that, I don't want to be with someone that doesn't accept me for who I am anyway. And I'm not going to fight yeah. that or force that. And that's fine. You can say, I don't date blind people, but you know, that's fine. That That is, as far as dating, that's fine. I just wish there was a place where there was a, I would date a blind person. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't, I don't want to have to, I sent, before I let, met my last life wife, I was on POF and I literally messaged 200 people, got 138 responses. And I got ditched 137 times. But with her, we talked and I, she said, well, we should meet. And I said, well, I don't drive. I don't see well. And she was like, and then there was this like two minute pause where I was just like, shit. And then she said, well, what's your address? I'll come by. And I was like, wow. And then yeah. that's the game I have to play because there's psycho people coming over to my place. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough. I don't know. I feel mm -hmm. like just throwing and like, it makes me want to do that thing where I'm like, can you just get to know me first for me? And then it's like, when do I drop the bomb on them? Like, when do I, that, I mean, it's happened to me a couple times where I was like, I'm not even going to say anything mm -hmm. if they don't notice. And this is when I was on hinge, if they don't notice the cane or if they don't put two and two together and they don't bring it up, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to automatically assume they either got it or they didn't. And then, We'll be chatting like all day, all night for a week and a half. And then mm. I'll drop the bomb because they're like, hey, would you want to go out and grab a drink? Mm. And I'll be like, before that gets anywhere, just want to throw out there that I'm I'm blind. And then they ask all the questions and like I've had then they throw the just so you know, like I, I do want to meet up with you. I really want to hang out, but I'm not really looking for a commitment. I just want to. And I'm like, there it is. There yeah. it is. Like because yeah. I'm. You know, a week and a half ago, you were like, oh, well, it wouldn't bother me to settle down. Blah, blah. And then you find out I'm blind and then it's but they don't want to be that person that's like, oh, I don't want to date the blind girl because whatever. Just say it like I don't care. Yeah, just say it. Just be honest. I can. I've heard it a thousand times. Just say it. Right. It's yep. just the ways I've heard it, you know. And so the last girl I was with, she actually asked me, like, tell me some things about you that I'd like. And I was like, what you really want to know are what my flaws are. You know, I was like, oh, no. we can get into those good things, but you really want to know if you can handle what I'm putting out. I'm legally blind. I don't drive. And so if that's going to be an issue for you. And she was like, I like the way you went about that, you know? And so she told me about some of her flaws and I was like, thank you. That was almost the better way to do it. Like, are you going to be able to accept this, this, and this in the first conversation? No. Can you yeah. accept this, this, and this? I guess we'll try. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like forward straight to the point. I don't, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I had a guy one time, he asked me out and I turned him down. Um, not because I wasn't interested or I wouldn't have given him a chance, but at the time it was like when I had first kind of lost my vision, I had already gone through three eye surgeries. I was sick, like it just wasn't time for me to date. And then I yeah. accidentally ran into him um, on the lake that like next summer and I was doing so much better. I, you know, it was great, whatever, things were good. Um, 
And I put it out there. Like, and I told him before, I was like, well, I'm just going through a lot of medical stuff right now. And this is not the time for me to be dating. Right. And then when I ran into him, um, he messaged me later that night and was like, would you ever want to try and go on that date again? And I just wasn't mm -hmm. interested. Oh, okay. And so I was like, I mean, we could, you know, get together. That would be cool for like a coffee, like kept it very casual. Mm -hmm. And then, um, he was like, I just, you know, you made eye contact with me when we were on the lake. And I was like, no, I didn't. I had sunglasses on and I literally looked around because I heard my name. And right. he's like, well, you looked right at me. And I'm like, yeah, because I heard your voice. Mm -hmm. I, and then he basically said, you know, you're not really blind. You just want attention. And I was like, wow. this is because I turned you down because I said I didn't want to go on a date with you. And right. then he just like went. he was like, you just want attention. You're not really blind whatever. And then he just like blocked me again. And I was like, okay, what you have a lot of internal issues, obviously, yeah. because that was no one just fakes being blind. No one does that. I love Caitlin. She's so cool. Thank you for listening to inspirations beyond disabilities. This has been a clip show and I've had a lot of fun making it for you. And this is great. This is part of one of my favorite conversations. Kai and Jay and I get together and we're talking about being teased who can do it, what the parameters are for it, when you go too far, um, being teased as a visually impaired person or teasing a visually impaired person. And I just thought it was a great conversation. But then it segues into one of my favorite moments in IBD history, pop soda. And I really appreciate Kai for starting it. She was just on it, and I love it. And I love it. So thank you for listening to Inspirations Beyond Disabilities. My name is Jason. You can find us on Spotify, Victor Reader, Audible, Amazon Music, the Stitcher Smart Radio app, and more. And don't forget about our live streams, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on YouTube at Inspirations Beyond Disabilities. You're some of my favorite people. Listen to some of my other favorite people right here, right now, on Inspirations Beyond Disabilities. That's that's the <laughs> yes. I guess that's the nice thing of kind of like having a community, just being able to talk to people that kind of get what you what you go through right. and can make jokes with you comfortably because I'm tired. I don't like people who feel like they have to be on eggshells to make a joke. Right. Um, so I like hearing the I like hearing the jokes um, when people can actually well, when they're actually funny, because. Oh, you know, yeah. There's, there's, oh, yeah. There's there's the other side of that. Um, <laughs> Shut not be the Well, that's guy. a. I would actually, what, where, what, where was that <laughs> when, where was that when I was talking like, what is the range of teasing, right? Like mm -hmm. everybody gets teased. Your brother teases you, you right. know, your family, friends, schoolmates, they all tease you. And there's a realm in which a blind person can be teased, but right. yeah. What is it where like. I, I can be teased by somebody that knows the limit of what to tease me with, but you know, I don't know how to explain to other people. Like I'm not playing the victim. If you have a bad joke and I call you out on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't have to let everything go by. I can speak up for myself, but yet that was a good joke. And how do I tell the guy next to the guy that just told a bad joke that that's a, that's a funny joke, you know? <laughs> oh, that's so easy. That is so easy. Cool. The way that I would describe it to people is if you if you are making a joke and you have hate in your heart it's a shitty joke or if you are singling a person out and you're specifically making a joke at their expense that they cannot be a part of like if someone makes a blind joke to me i won't be offended if it's funny but you know if if it's a joke that i cannot participate in if it's like hey let's all make a spectacle of her because she's incapable of doing something mm -hmm. and you're trying to make me feel lesser uh get wrecked get fucking bent you know like yeah, it's just there's yeah. a way that you can do it like i'm not going to pick at you I, you yeah, know what yeah. maybe it's not as easy as i thought it would be to explain no you explained it I, what i was thinking while you were saying that was don't pick on me for something i can't change about myself like if my zipper's down laugh at me all day long but don't pick on me because i can't see something in a crowd you know right yeah, yeah, yeah. like the five second rule if i can't change it in five seconds there's there's no need there's right, no fucking need right but if you're gonna walk into a wall and go oh god kai you know then that's funny to me <laughs> right right i feel like that's fair yeah if i shoulder check something i'm like bitch like it's right just, there's a way that you or because you know someone could be like wow that door frame was 
really being a bit or something. Right. There's a way you can do right. There's a way you can do it. Like someone, I had ran into a trash can or something, and he just looked back and goes, "I'll beat it up." And I was like, <laughs> "Those are friends." You know what I'm saying? Right. They know the limits. They know. They know. They've been around you long enough to know what limit it is because they've gone too far, and you've been like, "Nope." So oh, yeah. I think it's it's easier with friends. Like I I've had some friends. Like I had a nickname. Um, me and another friend who had a who had a different uh, issue. Uh, we were we were called like a tag like a wrestling tag team. They called us the the Destructos because like anytime we got near something big or or like <laughs> something that you could run over, we right. were going to run it over. <laughs> Not intentionally. It was like y'all should just be y'all should just be tagging because you're just going to run over everything. And I've always been a big guy, so it's like. Most objects don't usually stand a chance if I'm going at like full speed. <laughs> so like every time I would, every time I would run into something, they would just kind of do the stone cold me. Dun -dun 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 -dun. I'm like, <laughs> I did not do that intentionally, but like those are people that like you know, like they have your best interest at heart, and they're just right. living with you, right? So like right. for some strangers, it's like you can kind of tell when somebody's laughing with you versus when somebody's laughing at you. Mm -hmm. So I, I feel like that's the that's the kind of the fine line. Like if, if I'm making a joke about somebody else's site, I'm laughing with you. Like I'm laughing nine times out of ten at something that I struggle with too. But there like if go. somebody's just genuinely just going to like, ha ha, like your life sucks. Like, well, you know, never mind. Never right, mind. right. No, if I fall if I fall <laughs> down on the ground and I have grapple in my knees, I don't want to be picked on right at that moment. You yeah. know right. what I mean? I'm yeah. I'm. I'm frustrated and pissed off with myself and the surroundings and that that's part of it is like, people have to know I can be upset with the situation, but not the people in it. Yeah. And they, they have to learn that. And there's a time and place like an hour later when I'm feeling good and laughing at myself going, man, what an idiot. That's when you can join in. You yeah. know? Right. <laughs> I feel like it's, you can tell, you know, if someone falls or bumps into something and they have a visible look of frustration, mm -hmm. shut the fuck up, yeah. shut the fuck up. You don't have to say anything. Just shut the fuck up. And I guess a lot of people don't get that, which I don't understand why not. Because I feel like if you can tell that I'm visibly embarrassed about whatever just happened or I've already had a shitty day and I'm frustrated mm -hmm. and you decide at that moment to crack a joke, especially because they're never funny. Right. I'm like, not only was your delivery whack, not only was your tone annoying to the ear like i you're gonna get an ass open that wasn't even for yeah. you i mean not physically because i can't fight but i will it's rip a hostile into your soul audience. yeah your, jo your joke was delivered to a hostile audience that didn't want to hear it <laughs> right like there there's definitely yeah no yeah but that's why they say tragedy plus time equals comedy you right. have to actually right. give me time to actually like let this happen like i've had bad things happen and then like my friends will bring it up like weeks later when I'm like, okay. And they know I'm like, okay. Right. Just, they'll make a joke. Like they'll wait that time out. Like, Hey man, remember the time you almost fell over this? I'm like, yeah, man, do we have to talk about I'm laughing at? Like I'm laughing with them about it because again, time has passed. Like I've had a chance to process this. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. You know, there didn't have to be any trips to the ER or something, but like, yeah. you know, that that's usually the difference, but and like it, it kind of equals out is, with your friends, right? You have a story, but a week, week or two later, now it's just a story among all your friends' stories and you right. can share those equally. It's right. not like you're being singled out because you always have the opportunity to go, yeah, I fell, but remember when you, you know, yeah, right. you yeah. do that, but you can't in the moment, you know? Right. And that's my favorite. Cause then I'll be like, and you can see, so what the fuck is your excuse? You <laughs> yeah, know? Exactly. And then what are they going to do? You can't do shit. You can't say oh, nothing. Oh man. Boom. And there Kai plays the victim just to win an argument <laughs> <laughs> just call me oh yeah sorry that was a segue so how do you feel about lettuce guy oh you know what iceberg <laughs> can suck my dick yeah nobody likes iceberg i'm a romaine guy myself that's what i'm saying if you walk up to me and you've got an iceberg in one head and a pop soda in the other i think you are just the trashest wow. person trashes i love pop soda what kind of pop soda do you drink jay what is pop soda? <laughs> pop soda? What do you, how do you say it? Just soda. What, what is, so I know it's different all across the country. I'm right. thinking like pop soda is a brand. So like oh, in no. my head, I'm like, oh, no, my no. Head, like, what is pop soda? Pop soda. But like Dr. Pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So soda. Got it. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'll try to figure out Sprite. Sprite is Wait, like my. What do you call it? Soda pop? No, just soda. Pop soda. Mm -mm. Okay. Mm -mm. That's weird. So like. Really? 
Yeah, yeah what two, the hell? two out of the three of us say pop soda, but you don't. That's weird. That's, I wonder if I, it's a Philly thing. Okay, how's your it's a regional. soda? It's a regional thing. Because I know in, I think in like the, in North Carolina, they call it Coke. Like everything is a Coke. Ah, um, yeah. And then yeah. in, I've seen uh, people literally get in arguments like it's either soda or pop. I've never heard it. Like I've heard it called soda pop, but like that was like decades ago. Wow. Like other than that, I've just heard it called one or the other. But like okay. with soda, Sprite. Sprite gotcha. or orange cream. Mm, orange day. cream. What's orange cream? They basically mixed vanilla cream and orange. Yeah, but who, who mixes it? Uh, who does it? Days? I want it now. What? Why hasn't Dave told me about this? No, it's called Days. I think it's my wife is probably screaming if she's watching this episode right now from the other room. <laughs> oh, she is. She's in the she, chat. She knows the name of the soda because we get it from our corner store all the time. But it's like an uh... orange cream. Uh, Frank's does it. Um, Days does it, I believe. But it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. But it she only comes com- in two liters. She commented destructo. Yeah, she knows. She knows all about it. She knows all about that. But if I start calling out some of her nicknames, she she wouldn't she wouldn't because uh there's some there's, there's some other stories I could tell. Don't so I'd leave, I'd leave nicknames out of the chat, hun. Um Ooh. she's gonna she's gonna come through the door. I guarantee. Oh yeah. Uh, she's uh, gonna put you in a headlock. Yeah, she's again, be careful. She just again. screamed soda in the chat. Just mm-hmm. yeah. soda exclamations. That's, that's that's a Philly thing. Philly. I'm Philly Jay and soda. I drink soda. I drink soda. <laughs> I don't add pop to it. That's too much. What do words. you need pop for? <laughs> what do you need pop for? I don't understand it. Pop soda. That's funny. Pop soda. <laughs> <laughs> pop sounds like the brand name. Like drink right? this soda by pop. Like mm, nah. and honestly, I think Dave, uh, Dave is the de facto answer to this. We need to know. But I'm kind of upset that I didn't learn about orange cream because that's like a creamsicle. That's yeah, it, del- it's delicious. It's it delicious. Is. And it's it's fantastic. I think it only comes in two liter form, though. So like if you get like a two liter soda, which in my heyday, I used to drink like there were 20 ounces, which mm-hmm. is a terrible idea. But um, hmm. that used to be one of the ones I used to get all the time. And I love it. I love it. Wow. Do you drink soda, Kai? Uh, I have not drank soda in soda, right. years, honestly. Uh, I sometimes if I if I'm putting alcohol in it, I'll drink it. You know, oh. but that doesn't even happen a whole lot. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. Okay. Me neither. I drink. I drink water. Me too. I think the last pop soda I had was like a Dr Pepper because McDonald's was like that's it. You know. And normally mm-hmm. I get like a milkshake from there, but I was just like, no, no, I don't know. Why do they make me get a pop soda with every like Happy Meal? Give me something else right. instead. You know. So that's interesting. I like that. And we started a huge conversation. Thanks, Kai. Oh, anytime, anytime. It's so, it's so nice to know we connect on pop soda. That's just what I do, you know? Pop soda. I got to put my story out there so people can relate. Come Remember on, Jasmine. Jasmine says pop soda seems extra. That, Thank you. <laughs> Thank that's, you, Jazz. That's hurtful. Appreciate that. Yeah, right? That's hurtful. You're messing with my local dialect, and now I, I, feel, sh- I feel shamed. <laughs> appreciate that jazz that is just too many that's just too many you words. know what jason you've got community here you have Thank support you. right here see and now i played the victim in a more Ooh. subtle sort of way <laughs> hey you know what <laughs> i will you take have, notes you have support from somebody who doesn't drink it. that's all i'm saying all right you know what her reference is probably about as outdated listen Listen, no, we're not going to attack KFC. Yes, we are. <laughs> KFC is I fine. am from Kentucky. I am the only one who is allowed to have an opinion on this. <laughs> and I say KFC is trash. Mm. Well, we did have that conversation, right? What did I, I vote for? Church. I voted for churches. Oh, God, that stuff is horrible. Come churches, on. Churches is disgusting. I churches. wouldn't know. I'm not allowed into churches because none of them are in like areas I can go into. You know? Oh, yeah. Right. Ch- church's chicken is, is awful. But that that's ugh, ugh. Um, ugh. so <laughs> right. Sorry. The last time I last time I had it, it was just like, so you expect a certain amount of grease with your chicken, <laughs> but you don't expect it for them to pour the entire bottle of like Crisco on your chicken. Like you shouldn't you shouldn't feel like you should go have your heart checked immediately after you finish your meal that's like that. Funny. That was that was terrible. I don't, I don't want to get too off subject, but I was thinking to myself, like, do you ever see the commercials where they're showing like the Subway sandwich or the burger yeah. and it mm-hmm. looks delicious? When was the last time you got anything 
at a, at a fast food restaurant that looked like the commercial. And should okay. we start making commercials with the real food, like hovers overs and flybys of like that Taco Bell pizza that came out like bent in half. <laughs> so there's a reason why somebody mm-hmm. who actually, um, there was a, and this is why I love TikTok. There's somebody that actually used to work for marketing um, for a lot of these um, food chains. And they explain some of the tricks that are used. For oh. example, for the for pizzas, when they pull apart the pizza and you see like the cheese, that's not yeah. cheese, that's glue. That's glue, right, right? Um, like I didn't it was it was um they put what is it like a toothpick or like something between like a burger, so it's just like shows like all the layers individually. Right. Some of the some of the cheese isn't cheese. Right. Um, the buns are clay. They, yeah. they mold them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like they make it so that it looks like the actual sandwich. And then what you get is the hot mess that when you go there, it's like, what is this? This right. is your uh, burger. Supreme. No, no, no. This doesn't look like the commercial. I just but, want a little honesty in advertising, you know? Yeah. But I mean, you're at this day and age, you're not. Go- I mean, think about it. They had to put they had to put laws into place to slow down the terms and conditions guy. Because mm-hmm. I remember back in the 90s. Terms and conditions used to be like incredibly fast. Like yeah. they had to slow them down. There was regulation that had to be put in place to slow them down because they would pass over side effects like death. Mm-hmm. And, like it was nothing. And it's just like, A, how is death a side effect? But B, like, yeah, you need to slow that down so I can hear exactly what you're saying. So there's not usually going to be too much truth in advertising. And how is death a side effect? It's a side effect of everything. I mean, that's not a, a, a side effect should be something you recover from, right? <laughs> like Side effects are like, if, if a side effect is like a headache, like I should be able to recover from that. If that's I can't, funny. it's not a side effect. It's an right. end effect. Like <laughs> It's um, an end result. <laughs> like end results may vary is uh, something I probably wouldn't take that medication for, but like that should be an end result, not a side effect. Right. Oh, that's so funny. I never thought about that. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> I used to work for, uh, well, trying not to get sued by them, but I used to work for, at the time, the second largest pharmaceutical company in the world. And um, I did a high school internship there. And when people used to come in and pitch their drugs, like they wanted their drugs to be made by this company and like they would pitch them. And when they used to go through the side effects, like really slowly, like, oh, this could happen. Oh, that could happen. I'm like, why don't you ever hear this in commercials? They're like, you do. You, it just goes by really quickly. I'm like, if people knew that like anal leakage was a side effect of a drug, do you think they would take it? It's like, why do you think we say it so fast? I'm like, that's messed up. But like the things that they would pitch to to like sell, get this company to like buy the drug or to like produce the drug, like you would literally come out with perks like every week of something just so that they could sell their drug. And it's, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy sometimes, but that's marketing, I guess. <laughs> oh my God. I thought your wife was calling me Ezric the whole time in the chat, but Ezric's in there talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. No, she's oh my God. Like, okay. Was- so this is kind of off topic, but I just remembered this and I have to tell you guys, cause I feel like you'll appreciate it. Right. So going back to TikTok and also jokes and bullying. Um, so a lot of my TikToks have been taken down for bullying and harassment, and I'm pretty <gasps> sure I'm actually shadow banned, which is funny because I thought you had to have a certain amount of followers to be shadow banned. The, but I saw your stuff yesterday. Really? Mm-hmm. Just, oh, I don't even remember it's what not I posted. The, it's not the latest stuff. It's just random stuff. Oh, God. I, ew. I don't get oh. you in my friends list. I get you in my FYP page. Yeah, I actually get you oh. in my FYP now, too. Wow. Okay. And the newer ones are better than the older ones for show. But mm-hmm. um, there was this one TikTok that someone posted. It had nothing to do with being blind, but he had like a giant credit card. Like just like, you know, when you see those giant checks, but it was mm-hmm. a credit card. Yeah. And so they were like, oh, the total is going to be like four ninety eight or whatever. So he pulls out this giant ass card and puts the chip in the chip reader and it like works. And the dude <laughs> at the counter is like amazed. And he's like, you know, can I see your ID? And he pulls out this giant ID. So I had stitched that and I said, <laughs> You know, a lot of people want to know how we visually impaired people pay for things and we actually need them blown up so that we can see it. And so this is what we do. We carry around these cards that are slightly bigger than the average card. And I don't know if it was the seriousness in which I said it or if someone took it wrong, but it got taken down. And I was like, first of all, put that back up. I'm going to do it. That. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Put that back up. 
so my thing is always if you ever make a video and you you feel like it's going to be uh flagged mm-hmm. always when you post it make sure it downloads to your your actual phone so you can re-upload that if you appeal it i guarantee you you'll win that one. Oh, that's not that true is- one time there was a, mil- a millennial challenge and he said you know put all your fingers down if you lost the game by the way some of y'all lost the game um and I, I was pissed, you know, because I, like, I blind duetted it. And I was like, oh, darn, I lost the game. And that was the entire TikTok. And it got taken down for bullying and harassment. So I appealed it because I was like, I wasn't even like, man, fuck you. I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, I lost the game. And the appeal, they were like, no, we still think this was bullying. And I was like, okay, but literally how? So I think they just don't like me. And I'm not sure what I did. I so think there's... there's somebody that doesn't like you. How yeah. about that? Or yeah. a couple people that don't like you and are focused on you. You know what? That's <laughs> and that's that's the problem. A possibility. And if you because... can find those people, you could block those people. That's true. I haven't done that. That's usually the issue because like TikTok themselves aren't going around going, I don't like this, I don't like this. It's right. a group of people. Like I heard at one point there's actually a Discord server of like people who purposely go around looking for individuals to like uh report like mass report or have right. accounts banned so like that's not always it's not always the fact that like tiktok doesn't like you it's the fact that people keep reporting your your stuff mm-hmm. and that's the stupid thing because for what like what's the what's the fun in that like you pray right. for you're what? not creative enough yourself to actually make content so you want to go around and basically bully people for making theirs right that's why i didn't complain because i i assumed the family of Micaiah Bryant was the ones that noticed I duetted it. Mm-hmm. And if they reported it, then that's, I didn't even say a word by the way in the yeah. duet, I just listened to her. So, but if they took offense to that and they didn't want that shared, I understand that. I don't, I don't appreciate losing my account over it. Like but, you know, they could have just taken the video down, but I don't Did know. Did you I, ever appeal for your account? Yeah. 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 I and just, TikTok stood by that. They never responded. They never gave me an answer one way or another. Oh, wow. And I had a lot of content addressing a lot of things, um, you know, sex workers to transgender folks to um, abuse. I had a lot of topics and I guess Ooh. maybe they would have just gone, who is this? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Like I was on the edge of every topic. So I wasn't upset, but then I was upset when I couldn't see like my friends. I couldn't message. I couldn't meet new people. Like, right. You all were talking about these new creators, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know who that is, you know? Thank you, everybody, for listening to the live feeds, and join us next week for another great episode, right? Yeah. Yay! Hey, woo, <laughs> how soon. cool is this? This is cool. I'm so happy. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Amazing. Bye, guys.